Hello, 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 everyone. Hi, my name is Reagan Thompson. I'm so happy to have you here today on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming and visiting with me and being on this podcast. Today, we're going to explore the topic of choose change and choose to truly live. We are going to take a deep dive into the topic with our guest, Jenny Schatzel, <laughs> the creator of the Jenny Schatzel program, which is now Bond Fitness, her own unique fitness and nutrition program that is now a global movement. That's so awesome. <laughs> but before we begin, let's start with some questions for our listeners. How does positive thinking really work towards creating beneficial change within someone? Is your slant more to the positive or to the negative in your life? What are some healing methods and modalities that can create long-term lasting positive internal change? What are some of the ways to create true lasting change in your life? My guest today is Jenny Schatzel. Even at an early age in Minnetonka, Minnesota, Jenny Schatzel was a force of nature. After moving to Santa Barbara, Jenny found her calling as a trainer, but she wasn't living a healthy life herself. Everyone has toxic anchors weighing them down, food, alcohol, gambling, sex, pain, self-worth, people-pleasing, etc. These are the elements that keep us from our best selves, is what Jenny says of her early life as a trainer. Until we realize, forgive, and move on, we're all trapped in someone else's story. So after years not living to her fullest potential, she dedicated herself to a new lifestyle, one focused not on the scale or the speed or the energy, but rather focused on building a community that strives to be the best version of themselves and truly love who they are in all areas of their lives. And thus, in 2012, the Jenny Schatzel program was born. Her unique fitness and nutrition program has earned a committed following and received countless awards and media recognition. Not one to rest on success, Jenny has expanded the local program into a global movement of people looking to harness their passion and commit to themselves. The movement's approach is don't just change your body, change your life. A statement of empowerment that blends results, positivity, and fun. So without further ado, I'm so excited to be here with Jenny Schatzel. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Welcome. This thank is, you. I'm excited is, to be here. This is really cool. Very cool. I yes. feel very connected to you already. I haven't really known Jenny before today, which is so fun. I'm meeting her today for the first time. I have researched you a little bit and followed what you've been up to. And um, I'm looking into Jenny's eyes right now, and she has a very bright bright soul. And it's such a pleasure to be with people like this in this world. You know, someone that you can really look into your eyes and just see that positivity and feel your light shining forth. Um, what, a, what a blessing for me to be with you today. Oh, I feel exactly the same. You are an <laughs> incredible energy and I'm excited to be here. <laughs> so this is cool. We're going to be talking about a topic today that I feel like you would be pretty connected to as well based on uh, what I've researched and learned about you and heard about you, all the good good stuff that I've heard. Um, so we're talking about choosing change and really choosing to truly live because of change. Um, I wanted to just share with you a little bit about my story because um, I think we have a lot in common. So I want to hear more about um, your story as well as I wanted to tell you a little bit about mine because I think it's, I feel like the story of our past is not who we are, yet it has shaped us tremendously. So in my life, I experienced a great deal of um, coming into this world very bright, very light, very awake, 
And I, through competitive sports, after kind of becoming awake, I was in a family that was very driven and uh, go-getters and wanted to teach me to give it 110% at everything I did. I took that into a world of really a world of perfectionism, you know, a world of trying to be the best and winning and competing and becoming great at whatever I could be great at. And in that respect, the, the conversation I had with myself, with my family really led to um, me not creating a balance within myself around that, right? I, I'm not in any way of judgment of my family. They did the best they could. That's nothing of what I'm speaking of. But I feel there was this imbalance inside myself that was created. I really began to lead more with the ego rather than the soul. I started to really let the ego take the forefront. And I'd like to kind of dive into that a little bit today because for me, what that led to was this um, overriding energy of um, uh, really needing to win at everything. And there was no... Um, acceptance of myself unless I was winning. And I really felt that if I wasn't earning someone's love or earning someone's approval, that then I was pretty much worthless. And that happened over the course of time. It didn't happen right away. And I think that's an interesting place to head to today with you a little bit, how um, these choices that we're making consistently are shaping our lives. And choice by choice by choice around age 15, it led to me more and more going to sleep losing myself, not knowing who I was anymore, and then kind of, you know, getting very sick, you know, leading into an eating disorder that lasted for quite a few years in this life. And so I'd like to kind of explore that with you because um, I feel like you have something similar that's happened to you in your life. I absolutely do. <laughs> yes. And I think, um, you know, my story is I'm seven years sober. I um, had a drink. I have a drinking problem. Um, I'm an alcoholic. And I think a lot of my life, you say the perfectionism is just this underlying um, that I'm never, it was, I was never good enough. Um, you know, with the sports thing with my father, it was, um, yeah, you're good at that, but you'd be better at this. And everything I ever did was never enough. And it's funny because as an adult, I would catch myself not doing things that I wasn't good at. Right. Like I only like to do things that I was really good at. And so I was holding myself back in a lot of ways. And um, for me, that it was with the underlying of that I'm not good enough came no matter what I did, I never accepted that that was success or that was great. So as an adult, it was really just I, I kept that story going that it, I just always needed more. And it because I didn't accept who I was and what I was doing. So nothing, you know, nothing was ever good enough. And so I was dismissing a lot of things in my life. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. You were saying how um, this element of becoming, um, basically judging yourself is not good enough. It's a judgment, right? It came from, it started with your family. It started with this idea that, you know, your, um, whatever you did uh, wasn't enough. And so it comes from this idea that we have to do something to receive love. We have to do something to be approved of. We have to do something to be liked, to be loved, right? This whole egoic trap that so many people are living in right now today and the constant striving to do something rather than internally start to connect with themselves and their internal worth, their internal value. It's, it's so dismissed. And I think that that's another place I wanted to head with you because I know what I've learned about you is you're all about to do this work, to become positive, to become accepting of oneself. It's an inside job. It's an internal experience. It's not an external experience. It's not about what we're doing. It's not about what we're achieving. It's not about winning. It's not about being the best. 
it is this an inside experience, this inside job to start to get in touch with, you know, who you really are, you know, at the core of your being. And that isn't always easy, right? I mean, it's a process. And so I feel like you, just like myself doing, you know, I work with clients and classes and programs, it seems like just as you do, um, are aware that it's a process. You don't, you don't just wake up one day fully healed and, and, and the ego is transcended and you already know that you're acceptable. There's a, there's a process to that. And I'd like to hear more about your, um, how you would address the process of helping someone move into acceptance for themselves. Absolutely. And so, you know, my background is in fitness and I've owned a gym for six years, but I have been in the fitness industry for 18 years. So what I realized was you can lose all the weight in the world, but if you don't like the person you see in the mirror every day, your life is never going to change. And being in the fitness industry, I had people every day coming to me saying, if I just lost this last 10 pounds, then I'd be happy. If I just change this, if I just, if my stomach was flatter. And so what I did as everyone did in the fitness industry is I gave restrictive diets. I worked them out as hard as they could. And what would happen is they, yes, they would lose the weight, but they still weren't happy. And to be honest, it wasn't sustainable. And so I saw this, what I now say is a toxic anchor and is a toxic cycle going on around and around. And I wanted to be the change in that. And what I realized was you can't change other people. It has to start with you. And so I began changing the conversation for myself and it led into changing the conversation for my clients and where I want to go in this world, which is to help people feel good about themselves and to change the conversation about fitness and body image and self-worth because it's not about weight loss goals. The problem I found is we're so obsessed with constantly being better and constantly being perfect that even when you are at that goal, you don't realize it because it's not about the weight loss, it's about the acceptance. And so that's where we're really changing the conversation. And I'm a new mom, I have two-year-old twins. And so what I've also realized is we want so badly to change the conversation for our own children or our own family members or the younger generation, yet we can't expect them to do the things that we aren't doing ourselves. So if we wanna make change, it has to start with us. And what just exactly what you do, we have to undo and unlearn the story that we've been carrying with us since we were little kids. And that's really hard for people to hear because a lot of people aren't living their own truth. They're living their dad's story or their mom's story or the thing that the kids said to them on the playground in fifth grade. And they have created this whole story of not being worthy, not being worthy of love, of success, of money. And it was never their story to begin with. And until that changes, those toxic anchors and those toxic cycles are going to continue. Yeah, it's powerful what you're sharing. Um, there's just such a big contagion on the planet right now of so many adults that are currently looking like adults and, you know, maybe they're 40, 50 years old and inside them is still trapped uh, and their child, a, a child still inside them. And what you're saying is, is basically what I work with so often is the inner child work, which is I'm constantly working with this child within 
varies. I mean, I work a 67 year old, sometimes clients as well. And literally they still have a small little girl or boy inside them that still feels unworthy or not valuable. And it, it came from something really simple, like, um, some comments, like you're saying on the playground or a few messages they received from their parents of feeling that this whole life has been about that about this lower energy, this dense energy that is um, of the ego, of the subconscious that is is not who they are and it never got let go of. And they're still living with this pain and this trauma and they think that they're not and they still are. And so once that starts to move, once that starts to release through whatever modality that you find that works for you to help to heal your inner child, which there's specific work around that that I love to do, and there's other ways to do it as well. But to heal that part of ourselves, parts of ourselves, sometimes there's multiple parts that are really holding us back from knowing who we are, really actually knowing who we are as a as a as a as a soul. Um, truly moving forward in this life, doing what we want to be doing, our passion, our purpose. I'm sure you know how much this 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 work can help someone reawaken to who they really are to the point where they might look at their life and go, wow, um, I'm doing this thing. I have this job. I'm dating this person. And I don't even know if I'm happy. I don't even know if this is what I really want. I cannot tell you how many times they start to work with me and they start to go, okay, now that I started working with you for a while, um, so strange. I don't even like my job. I don't even like but this this uh, this um, hobby I have. Right? <laughs> They're literally like, oh, I like I like painting. I'm a I'm a writer. I I, I know I had no idea. I love to sing right? And just this reawakening. And the same with um, what you're doing. It sounds like it's it's the same through the work that you're doing in the world. There's this reawakening to oneself, to one's true self. And it's through this idea of letting go of the past, changing the story. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I'm, I really believe that our past is not our life sentence. And we think it is. And I, one step is, you know, we I think we all have to recognize the story that happened to us. And so for me, very quickly, it was, I've done a lot of this work. That's why I feel so connected to you. I know exactly what level you're on and how, all, thank you, by the way, for the work you do in this world. It's incredible. And so I've been through all this childhood. And, you know, one thing was when I was six years old and I was going to my t-ball game and my dad, who was an alcoholic, showed up and he was too drunk and my mom wouldn't let him go to the t-ball game. And at that moment, at six years old, I witnessed all of this and I started the story that I wasn't good enough for him to stay sober. So my entire life, that underlying that I'm not good enough came from that story, which in the bigger picture was my father's story. And I had to forgive him for that. And I had to give him his stories back. I, till 37 years old, I was living his story. He wasn't good enough for his mother. A lot of times we don't go down the, you know, we're so angry at our mother or our father, especially now that I'm a parent, every parent is doing the best they can with what they know. And what we don't realize is, our parents use the tools that they got from their parents and it goes so on and so on. And when we can step back and look at the bigger picture and say, wow, all I ever wanted my entire life was my dad's attention. It actually wasn't his fault. He didn't know how to give that attention because his mother never gave it to him. But the thing that I can do is not pass that on to my children, is not marry my father. 
I married a man that is completely opposite of my father because I did my own work. I got myself right. And then the right person came into my life. And that's how I look at it. And so I think a lot of times we need to just step back and look at the bigger picture and we need to maybe have a little bit more empathy and forgive and start doing our own work. And that's the steps to moving on and realizing that it wasn't our story and that we're allowed to give it back. And so when I gave it back, I, I got sober and I changed my life and it was the greatest thing I've ever done. Yeah, thanks. It's <laughs> amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's awesome. It's taken a lot of work and it, yeah. I continue to do the work. Yeah. You know, and I think it's the same reason we're both in this work as coaches and teachers is because we're going through it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that my biggest thing and is especially if you follow me on social media, what my platform is authentic is real. I am not the person that is editing things and playing by the book. I talk about the things that you're not supposed to talk about. And that's a huge platform for me because I don't want to live a perfect life that's perfect pictures and edited perfect and makes everything look great because that's not reality. And I want to connect with people and make people feel valid, but also not to a point where we sit in it that we validate one one another and then we get to move forward. We get to evolve, we get to transform because that's what you're allowed to do. Thank you so much. Yeah. And I want to go back to what you were saying too around, you know, taking off the finger of other people and stop pointing and shaming and blaming and thinking that that's going to somehow make you feel better or help you move forward or create change in your life in any way because it's not right. And so um, I my specialty, of course, is to continue to to see those as traps that were laid once again by the ego, which we all have until we don't, <laughs> we cannot, we, until we don't, we all have one of those. So this, this powerful journey of turning within and, and recognizing that inside of us, we hold, we hold the key inside of us to stop doing that. It's not going to become from one day, your parent or your friend or your beloved that it didn't work out with saying to you, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I did this to you. Like they're waiting for that day, right? It's finally going to be that day that they get that one person or that thing to happen where now I can finally forgive. And it just doesn't work like that, you know, and, 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 and and you could be waiting your whole life. And even when you finally have that moment or that, that, that experience, it doesn't do what you hoped it would do. It doesn't, it doesn't relieve the situation, doesn't make the pain go away. And so we get to, I think, choose to change and we get to choose to change by layer by layer recognizing what's within us that's still inside of us that is causing us pain and being really brave with that journey and 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 knowing that when i say that it's a process as i said earlier that as i feel you're saying um it 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 can take some time it takes some effort it can take some energy to do so and it certainly takes courage and and with all that being said Moving into a program that works for you, for instance, Jenny Schatzel program, right? You can make that change. You can move into, um, first off, saying, I do have a problem or I do have issues or I do have pain or I do have suffering that's going on. And and just saying that out loud, right? It's the first step. And you really cannot change something that you cannot see. Or that you won't admit. That's right. Yeah. I love when you said, you know, the day my life changed was when I finally said I'm an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. And um, the most beautiful thing was I have a business partner. And the day I said to him, I'm an alcoholic, he looked at me and said, finally, now we can move forward. Mm -hmm. 
there was no guilt. There was no judgment. There was no shame. It was okay. Now we get to move forward. And literally from that day on, that day on, we've moved forward. And, you know, a lot of things, um, first of all, I'm a huge advocate of therapy. Um, I think it's one of the greatest thing gift somebody can give themselves or working with a spiritual teacher like yourself. Um, a beautiful thing is my mom, who's now 70 and I'm from Minnesota. We're like very Midwest values, you know, therapy was, oh, I'm not crazy or I don't need, we have those kind of, you know, taboo things on therapy. And, uh, finally I got my mom into therapy and at 70 something years old, she just texted me a couple weeks ago and said, I can't believe it took me this long. Therapy is the greatest thing I've ever done. And so, um, you know, it is about doing this work. And in today's society, we're all looking for the quick fix and we all know the quick fix doesn't work. I mean, let's take it to, you know, my whole thing is changing the conversation on body image, self-worth and fitness. And the first thing is I use fitness as therapy. Fitness movement changes your energy, your mind, your attitude. And when you take away the, I need to, I have to go work out. When you task yourself something, you take the joy out of it. So if every day you wake up and say, I have to go work out, I have to run three miles, I have to burn this many calories, I have to do 60 minutes. And instead you change that into, oh my gosh, first of all, I get to move today. There's a lot of people who can't. I have the opportunity to move today. And I know that if I even go for a 10 minute walk, I'm going to feel better. I have on my Instagram, I do every Monday, I do these five minute movements because when I had kids, I realized I own a gym and I can't make it to the gym all the time. And so what I realized was doing even five minutes of movement got me in a different attitude and in a different mind frame. And so I really promote that any movement is good movement and that stop using movement as a weight loss tool. That's the bonus that if you really want to change your body, you have to start changing your movement by being more accepting of the fact that you are able to move. And, you know, the other things of self um, awareness, we got to be nicer to ourselves. We are, we're our own worst enemy. And it comes from this story of not being good enough, trying to do everything perfect, trying to be the best at everything. And so many of us are saying, especially after having kids or just as women, as we get older, you know, oh, well, I used to weigh this much. Well, I used to be this fast. Well, I used to do that. Or thinking, well, by this time I should have been here or I should have, I should look like this. I should make this amount of money. We're thinking so much of who we used to be or who we think we should be that we're literally missing out on our lives right now. When you can accept where you are every day, that's when you're living your life. But we're letting it pass us by because of the expectations of who we think we should be or who we think we used to be that we need to be there again. The expression "stop shooting all over yourself." Oh my gosh! Right? Stop yes. Shooting all over yourself, and and then and then also the idea that have tos, need tos, shoulds, consistent way of thinking and being. This is such another huge contagion on the planet. The way people are thinking: I have to, I need to, I should, I gotta to, I supposed to. It's it's exhausting, is what it is. It's exhausting, and I think another element of it is social media. We just get like sucked into this social media hole where if you put your phone down and maybe go move for five minutes, instead of comparing yourself, I tell everybody this, if you own a business and you're constantly watching other people's businesses, it's not going to make your business better. If you're constantly following people that make you feel insecure about your body or how you're raising your kids or your marriage, you need to unfollow them. Like we have this power to be surrounded by positivity, yet a lot of times we choose to do the things that don't make us feel good. Like sitting on social media for an hour, 
where we could have done a lot of other things in that hour. And so my biggest thing is you should follow. I mean, social media isn't going anywhere. So if you are engaged in it, follow the people that make you want to evolve, that make you want to be better, that make you want to do better instead of the people that make you second guess who you are. Yeah, that's powerful. Yeah, there is definitely a lot of wonderful, positive, cool outlets on the planet. And I do 100% love to move. <laughs> you're, you're talking to a, a mind, body, spirit, wellness kind of gal. And I feel that movement in my life has been profound. It's just so important to me. Uh, and it, it has changed and it's evolved over time. As I told you, I came from athletic uh, sports world. And then that moved into yoga and, and, and Pilates and fun classes. And, and now I'm kind of in a place where, and I think I'm getting this from you too. It's, it's this place of just like checking in with yourself each day and seeing where's your energy at and just do some movement, whatever it may be, just move your body. And it doesn't have to be for hours every day either. You know, for me, I, I just love how far I've come. I'm, I'm really proud of myself because it used to be so restricted. It was just like, oh, today I will work out for two hours and I've got to burn this many calories. And I don't know, I'm going to check the scale. I haven't seen the scale for me. I haven't looked at the scale in years. And so, yeah, it's beautiful. And someone will say, well, how much do you weigh? I'm like, I have no idea. And it's so liberating because I really don't care. And I know that that scale is such a, it's such a the number has is actually been come become for so many um how much they value themselves through that number right and so gosh i feel like it's so important and i think that hopefully our listeners are hearing us today which is that you're not saying i'm not saying we need to be pro athletes or uh even do a three-hour class or a one-hour class just do something with your body move it, get it going, get your adrenaline going, get a little, get your heart rate moving, right? And um, feel the um, impact of that in your life. Feel how that really gives you that beautiful boost and endorphins. I do have a story. I have a couple of people in my life that have really turned away from exercise completely that absolutely love it. And it's because of what we're talking about. And every time I, I inspire, because I know that if you, through this uh, world, as you know, you cannot tell someone what to, what to do and say, go do it. Unless they choose to do it, they'll do, they'll do it, right? People don't like to be told what to do. So I just do my best to inspire. And, and a couple of times I've gotten these individuals to get back out there and do a little exercise. And then they light up like a Christmas tree. It's just amazing to watch the difference in their energy, their aura, their excitement for life, their um, just overall just wanting to live. I can just see them change. And and it's interesting. It's, it's interesting watching that happen. And then they see it, I see it. And then it's still maybe not quite up back on the horse to do the full exercise, you know, ritual a few times a week. So there's this process again of watching someone too. I'm, I guess I'm saying this out loud to everyone. So someone maybe who's out there listening has kind of fallen away because of what we're talking about. They just kind of, you know, get burnt out or um, lose their interest or started to compare themselves to others. You know, no, I need to do it this way. I should do it this way. Or maybe I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm too many pounds overweight. It's gonna be hard to get back up on the horse. Just get started. Just get started again. Absolutely. And, you know, I really like, in talking about changing the conversation because I can talk about all these things because I used to be this person. I used to get up every morning and weigh myself and I was either going to have a good day or two hours in the gym, depending on how much I weighed. Uh, I was obsessed, food obsessed, constantly on every, 
and of course, diets always start on Monday, right? Every Monday, starting the new fad diet. I mean, anything that's out there, I have done it. And what I really believe is any kind of restriction leads to binging, period. Any kind of restriction is not sustainable. That's not a life change. You can tell me all day long that now, you know, not eating carbs is your way of life. I don't believe that's sustainable. I don't believe you're never going to eat a piece of bread the rest of your life. And I don't believe that that's a way to live also. Um, No judgment. I believe to each their own. You got to do what makes you feel good. But that's exactly it. Why aren't we doing more things that make us feel good? And I used to be this person who had to work out 60 minutes a day, this amount of calories, and my body started to break down. It's not, it wasn't sustainable. And especially now with kids, I don't have 60 minutes. If sometimes I have 10 minutes and what I've really found is that movement equals joy for me. And so that's when it now it's it's a positive thing. But also with the like you were saying, the comparison, and you know, we talked about this earlier is we would never put a child on the scale and say, now I'm going to determine your worth. So by the number on this scale, I'm going to tell you if you're successful, if you're beautiful and if you're worthy. We would never do that to a child. Yet as women, we will do that to ourselves every single morning. And we're taking our own power away. We're giving power to a number on a machine. That machine cannot tell us how kind we are, what a great person we are, what a great friend, a great mother, how compassionate, how much empathy we have, how hard we work, that we are allowing our power to be taken away from us. And that is why I'm so adamant about these acceptance goals. And like you said, this doesn't happen overnight. We have to unlearn and retrain ourselves, especially things that are constantly being bombarded. I mean, think about how women bond. We actually bond over the things we dislike about our bodies, right? Have you ever been in a conversation with a woman? Oh, I know. I've put on so much weight. Oh, have you seen my thighs? Oh, I know. We are the most powerful beings on the planet. How dare we sit around disrespecting ourselves to each other and heightening that level of what's wrong with us. We should be sitting around saying how beautiful we are, how strong we are. We literally create humans. We are the strongest humans on the planet. And so my whole changing the conversation is I do not have the same body I did when I was 25. And that's okay. I created two humans inside of me. I am so, I am strong, I am powerful, I am fit, I am healthy, I am happy. Those are the things that I tell myself to start my day, not the number on the scale. And so when we can try to start to change that conversation, and the thing is, these thoughts are going to come up. It is impossible for someone to be 100%, 100% of the time. You're going to have negative thoughts. So how do you deal with that? Well, the biggest thing is it's up to you whether to you give those negative thoughts life and power. So when those negative thoughts come up, which they do, like, oh, Jenny, there's some cellulite. Oh, you need to lose this weight or you're not, you're not doing as much. You're not being as much. I stop and I say, not today. (laughs) And then I move forward. Awesome. Yeah, I am super excited about what you're saying, because in reference to the thinking, the, the, the power of the mind, right, it's. It is this human computer that is consistently storing information, right? And some of it, it, and it does not know what it's storing. It's just storing whatever. And so we're, we do have the power to say yes or no to what we decide to store. And, and I like what you're saying in respect of it really doesn't have to be that challenging and, and hard to decide what we decide to store in our mind. And we are the masters of our mind if we choose. You know, our mind is not to be the master of us. And so, you know, it's just a really great positive uh, reminder to everyone out there that 
when those thoughts come in, right? Like you can absolutely say, not today, no thank you, and change what you're thinking, change. And so it gets back into this topic that we moved into today, which is, you know, choosing to change. And I think that change is not only, you know, it's internal, yes, and the internal change within ourselves and that way of thinking and the way we're being with ourselves and how we're talking to ourselves and what we're choosing to put inside of our mind, which for me, gosh, I've stopped watching scary movies. I've stopped watching. I'm really not a fan of social media, although I am grateful to social media. Thank you so much. And I don't spend any time on it. <laughs> Thank you, Justin, for all my team that does. Um, you know, so it's what we decide to store, right? And and what we decide to believe in. And so I, I'm also a firm believer in, you know, having these positive, uplifting beliefs that are stored within ourselves, right? And it really is up to us what we decide to bring in and to to let become our way of life, our way of thinking. And when it comes to also the idea of change, you know, from that internal change creates our external reality, right? It's our internal creates our external reality. And so um, if someone wants to change their body and they want to change their life, I cannot tell you. And as you can feel and I can feel, and we can all feel here today. It's all about what's going on inside of us. It's all about that internal um, uh, environment that you've got going on. And that being said, it's really not this intense, like, how do I do this? Who's going to help me? Who's the next person who's going to help me do this? It's, it's you. It's, it's us. It's ourself. Right? So I, I love that because it, it's so empowering. You know, it's not outside of you. And yes, thank goodness for great teachers and therapy and programs and workshops and classes and all these wonderful things to guide you, to inspire you, to get you excited about it. At the end of the day, though, we choose, right? I get to choose. You get to choose, Jenny. We get to say, okay, yes, I'm ready for this. I don't want to suffer anymore. I don't want to not love myself or like myself. And it has nothing to do with the scale. It has nothing to do with this number on the scale. It has everything to do with what I feel about myself, how much I like myself, how much I love myself, how much I care about myself. It's just so often I know that everyone's trying to see like, okay, so that person loves me. That person likes me. Oh, I've got all these friends. Oh, now I'm lovable. Now I'm likable. And at the end of the day, it's something I say to a lot of my clients, you come in here alone and you leave alone. And the only thing you take with you when you transition out of this life into the next part of your journey is the growth, is the learning. That's it. And and what you came here, what your lessons were, how much you learned them. And a lot of us I've learned, and this is myself included, my clients included, across the board, most all of them as a soul have come in with the lesson to learn to love and accept themselves unconditionally, without conditions. Not about whatever, uh, how much money you make, how good you look, how pretty you are, how successful you became. It, these are perks to that experience. If you feel like you like yourself, you're pretty, you did a good job taking care of your body and you're fit, great. But the most important thing is how much did you truly love and accept yourself without those conditions? And I think a good way to sum that up is everyone out there, if you're listening, choose you. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
<laughs> I love that. Choose you. Yeah, I'm I'm really happy I got to be here with you today, Jenny. This Me has been too. super awesome. You're fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> you are as well. I was looking forward to this today. Me too. It's been great. Yeah. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone for joining us, all the listeners. This has been uh, a, a true privilege and a blessing once again to do this podcast and to serve you in this way. So, Jenny, do you have anything you would like to tell our listeners that you have coming up? Well, I would love for everyone to follow me on social media. Uh, it's just Jenny Schatzel on Instagram and Facebook. Um, I am in the process of writing a book. Yes. And then for all our Santa Barbara people, I would invite you to come and take a class at Bond Fitness. It's a very positive, encouraging, all level, no judgment. We help people feel good about themselves. And my coworkers are incredible. I have a team that is just, I couldn't do any of this. We all work so hard together. And so I really want to invite everybody to come experience that and meet my team members because they're the best. What kind of classes do you have going on? I love that. So it's circuit training, but it's circuit training on all levels. So we have everything from spin bikes to TRX to um, rowers and literally it's all levels we have from walkers to runners it's nothing but high five and great job again we're all there just to feel good about ourselves and it is truly the most positive community uh i've ever been a part of so i'm super grateful and i would love for everyone to come in and meet my my team and the coworkers because they're incredible cool thank you, thank you. <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by the consciousness network the Consciousness Network's mission is to establish, promote, and advance conscious communities. It contributes to local and global well-being through its ongoing programs, which serve as meeting spaces, training grounds, resource pools, and a support network to help the Santa Barbara and Southern California community fulfill its potential and impact the world. The Consciousness Network strengthens the bonds between all of us, creating relationships through which True healing, service, and transformation can take place. For more information and to sign up, the Consciousness Network may be contacted at www.consciousnessnetwork.org. So if you enjoyed being with us on this podcast today, I would really love it if you'd join me on my website. It's reagantompson.com. And on my website, you'll find any upcoming events. If you pr prefer to get into an event, there's even a place that you can buy your tickets for the event, as well as testimonials you can check out there, as well as audios and podcasts. This is all free on my website. I have been hearing repeatedly from people, not only and locally uh, and around the world, that they're getting a lot of benefit out of hearing the audios, which are offering wonderful healing techniques for you to bring into your life. So I hope that you also join me and partake in these free offerings. You can follow me on social media at Reagan underscore Thompson. That would be so wonderful. Wow. That was such a great experience today with Jenny. She has such a beautiful energy. I, I really loved being with her. Looking into her eyes truly was a gift. She has a bright, bright light coming out of them. So thank you so much for joining me with Jenny today. And so now that we're wrapping up this podcast today, I would love to move us into a closing prayer together. So if you would, if, you're, if it's possible, I would encourage you to take a seat. If you cannot sit down, that is totally fine. If you're moving, absolutely okay. And so if you are seated, closing your eyes, placing your hands over your heart would be wonderful. Again, if you're not seated, that's fine too. 
All right. So we're going to start by taking a couple deep breaths, moving the breath into your nose, out through your mouth. Once more. Good. Moving into prayer together. So I thank you, I thank you, I thank you so very much, Mother, Father, God, Goddess, for this beautiful, divine, blessed day, this time right now in this space and place, this present moment that's happening. For in this moment right now, it is true that this is the best, the most beautiful moment there ever was, for it is the moment that we're all living in and breathing in. There could be no better moment than that. I'm so grateful for this, this day, this this bright experience that just happened with my guest today, Jenny. I'm so grateful for the, the energy that came forward, the light that came forward, the messages that came forward of truth and, and consciousness that is to hear, that is here to help all of us to awaken more to who we truly are, to begin to live our life from a place of truly loving and accepting ourselves unconditionally without conditions, just loving ourselves just as we are as the unique and divine expressions of God that we truly are. We already are worthy. We already are successful. We already are enough. We were born this way. Nothing has ever changed. This. There's literally nothing that you've ever done. Nothing that I've ever done that has ever changed this. As unique divine expressions of God, we have limitless potential, limitless power, limitless possibility available to us at all times. There is no lack. There is no limitation. It is true that sometimes we feel this way. Sometimes we might feel this way, less than or not enough. These are judgments. And it is true right now we have the ability to let them go, to fully forgive ourselves completely, totally, and immediately. So I ask you, Mother, Father, God, Goddess, help us all to move into a greater experience in this lifetime of fully letting go of anything and everything that does not serve us, to fully forgive ourselves for anything and everything that we think that we have done that was wrong or bad, that has somehow tainted our being. This is not true. This is not true. This has never happened for any one of us. We are as we are, beautiful and divine. There's nothing wrong with any one of us. We get to choose day by day our life and what we want it to look like. There's nothing stopping us from having the life and the relationships of our greatest dreams. And if there is anything that's standing in the way of you, any kind of internal obstacles, any blocks of any kind, any kind of fears, doubts, worries, insecurities, judgments, limiting energies of any kind, needy energy, irrational beliefs, anything at all, that is ready to be moved from your body, from my body, let it be moved right now. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for this assistance, dear Mother, Father, God, Goddess, with this clearing that is happening right now. I am grateful. And with these words I say, and so it is. Take a deep breath. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Have a beautiful rest of your day. Blessings.